This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for business women to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shannon You Crazy Daisy podcast. And today I am joined by Gillian Jones-Williams from Emerge, who is very kindly interviewing me about my chapter in book five. Yes, book five of Shannon You Crazy Daisy. Gillian, thank you so much for doing this. I hand over to you. Thank you so much. And I can't actually believe that we are talking about book five. What a journey. Um, and quite an irony, really, that your chapter in this book is about commitment and our ability to remain committed consistently, mm-hmm. something I struggle with a lot. So going to love this conversation. I mean, how did you commit to and, and get five books out? I, I want this to work. I want this. I want women entrepreneurs to have a platform that they feel like they are seen and heard and that they know that their story matters and this is a part of what this chapter is about is when we commit to other people it is easier to be able to get done what needs to get done because if we're just committing to ourselves in in whatever way whether it's business or personal or self-care we all talk about self-care then it just becomes this pressure this added pressure whereas this book these books, this series of books for me is about other people. It's about getting their stories seen and heard. It's about them feeling like they matter, that their stories matter, and that they can inspire that one person that reads it. And that's how I just keep going with it. And that's so true because, I mean, as a commitment coach anyway, you are so committed to everybody else um, succeeding. But it was a really good point that you raised there. And it's one that I often deliberate over. So, why do we find it so hard to commit to something for ourselves? You know, and, and what, what do we do about that? Because I agree, you know, if you said to me, there are five things I need from you today, you get every single one. But what do I need for myself? How do we do this? Yeah, it's 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 the crazy conversations that we have in our heads, isn't it? And we all know about this. It's that thing of I'm going to get this done. And then we sit there and we procrastinate and we feel bad about doing that. And we wonder why we do it to ourselves. But it's the awareness around that commitment and what we are willing to to want to do, to be able to do, to to feel like we're going to get the outcome that we want from doing it. And I really think that the struggle in part of that commitment is that we try to do everything by ourselves and we try to do all the things by ourselves. And sometimes it is just knowing that that isn't going to work. And that having that team around you, having the people that you can say, okay, I really need you to know that I'm going to get this thing done for me today. And whether that thing, my fingers out, and whether that thing is about um, a self-care thing, I'm going to go and read 10 pages of a book. I'm going to go and do yoga. 
not me. Um, I'm going to get that website built. Whatever that commitment is, telling someone else about it holds you accountable to getting it done. And it changes your perception of what, what you're willing to do to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Because two things occurred to me there, as you said. I mean, I think I can be the queen of procrastination sometimes. I mean, I have more strategies for for procrastination than for actually getting things done. But I think the other thing which really struck me um, as we were talking is about managing our own expectations. And sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, my to-do list for myself, you know, is so extensive. I think Wonder Woman with, you know, 17 superpowers wouldn't even touch. So why do I do that to myself? Why do we do that to ourselves? I don't know. Why do we? But we do. And it's that pressure, that feeling that we have on ourselves of, um, I've got to get this done. My to-do list is 50 pages long. And that's not an exaggeration sometimes for a lot of people. Um, I have to get all of this done. And what I say all the time to clients and in the VIP membership is we're one person. We are just one person. Why do we expect so much you would not expect this of your best friend you would not expect this of your best business friend why would you expect it of yourself and in that expectation that we put on ourselves we are automatically letting ourselves down we're always going to disappoint ourselves yeah right so why i mean you talk in this chapter and as you can see, it really hit home with me about why it's important to think about 67, 65 to 70% commitment being enough. Because, you know, people talk about being 100% committed to something. Yeah, I don't believe it. And do you know what? I tested this and I wrote about it in the chapter and I tested it because I see it all the time where people join challenges. They, they go in gung-ho. They know that this is the right thing for them, whatever that challenge is for 30 days. And after five days, it starts wearing off. And they go, oh, I'll, I'll get back to it. Oh, well, that's a couple of days gone. Oh, five days is gone. Oh, it's not worth doing it now. And the, the process that we go through in our brains, if you are trying to commit to something 100% of the time, you are most likely going to let yourself down. So I have a rule for myself from this testing that I can do probably 65, 70% of something, probably. I might commit to that thing for 100% of that time, but I'm not going to give the whole of myself to that because we have other things going on. Everybody has so much more going on. And if we feel like we have to give 100% to our business, to our children, to our relationships, to anything, we're going to fail. And that's a really big statement. And that's going to hit people. And they're going to go, why would Trudy speak like this? This isn't normally like what she talks about. Because it's but true. It's true. <laughs> it is true, isn't it? And as I said, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And mm-hmm. um, because we always then end up but bottom of the list and I think it's so true what you're talking about when you're talking about the committing to 30 days I was thinking about your spectacular Mm. uh, one million challenges we do in January and oh my god they fire me up so much because I'm texting you every day going oh look I've just invoiced this we've just won another order um and it feels great actually that Um, but I couldn't go at that speed every month of the year no exactly But when you know that about yourself and you look at, if you do a challenge for 30, if anybody listening to this does a challenge for themselves for 30 days and they see how much they commit to it, whether that commitment is 30%, 40%, 
then you apply that to the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And I see it in that spectacular challenge to 1 million every year that people that turn up on those first few days and then fall off, they may come back. They may not because no. their commitment, rightly or wrongly, for what their life is, is between 30 and 40%. My commitment is 65 to 70%. Other people's commitment might be higher. It might be lower. It doesn't matter. You're not comparing yourself to someone else. You're comparing yourself to what you can achieve. And that's what's so important. important. And that's one of my favorite books at the moment, um, or has been for a while, James Clear, Atomic Habits says, consistency over intensity. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I love that. I think about that all the time. You you can go all out, as you said, for um, six weeks, but then if you stop and you don't do anything else for the rest of the year, it wasn't worth it. So doing some. Yeah. So the struggle with the juggle. I loved that phrase in your chapter. That's real, isn't it? That struggle. Yeah. So any other tips for how we manage that? Um, look, I think that it, it really is awareness around the fact that we all struggle. Uh-huh. And that if you're going to realise for yourself that you've got a number that you aim for, so 65% for me, 70%, let's be kind, um, it's allowing yourself to realise that the struggle with the juggle, I'm actually going to write a piece about this because I wrote that and thought, that's brilliant. Um, the struggle with the juggle is real. And if you can commit to something for 65% of the time, realize what that time is, even if it is about just time. So 65% of your week is dedicated to what? To um, It might be you only work from 10 to 2 because of children. That's 65% of your week. So if you look at that, then you go, right, okay, within that time, I'm going to do 65% uh, of my energy, my time into my business. Work out what that is. I'm telling you this works because it will give you the ability to go, why was I ever trying to do 100%, 24 hours a day, seven days a week? I can keep going. I can do everything. Because you don't really, do you? You 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 take sneaky breaks for scrolling and for um you know other things looking online so you might think oh i've just done eight nine ten hours or whatever but you haven't really done as you said that yeah. ten to two, just focus and it's also being able to say no mm-hmm. and in this struggle with the juggle if you are trying to do 100 percent taper it back realize what your percentage is and then say no to some things no I'm not going to get that thing done by the deadline that I've put on myself to put more pressure on no I'm not going to go and have a coffee with that friend who wants to take my energy for a couple of hours because they've got things going on I don't have time for that I don't have the energy for that no I'm not going to sit on the phone for two hours to somebody Um, make decisions but say no because that saying no at that point is always going to be saying yes to yourself yeah when you say yes what are you saying no to that's the thing you say yes to something and it means you're saying no to something else what is that so true I could talk about this all day and thoroughly recommend that anybody who's uh, <coughs> really finding this resonates with them mm. reads the chapter or gets truly as an accountability coach because boy does she give you a kick up the butt <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay so 
I know that in all your podcasts, you finish off um, asking people about one lesson every entrepreneur um, would share. And I know that you've already given us lots of lessons, but have you got anything else up your sleeve today? I think that I would always say, ask for help. And I think that we as women entrepreneurs, it's one of the hardest things that we do one of the hardest things that we are able to to receive help and to ask for help but when you are stuck when you are in this pattern of trying to overcommit Mm -hmm. then ask for help and then find the tribe of people that can motivate you that can keep you going for that percentage of time that you want to get something done because without that you are working by yourself you are going to be stuck in that feeling change it it's you you it's not worth staying there when there are so many options open to you. That's such a good tip. I think so many people see asking for help as a sign of weakness, when mm. actually it's a strength, isn't it? To be able to say, you know, I need help to be able to do this. Yeah, um, Life changes when you ask for help there. Mm. Mm. Right. One other question for you then. What's your favorite piece of software for your business? And I know you are the software queen, aren't you? You're I've got a new one. <laughs> I have tried everything. I've tried Airtable. I've tried ClickUp. I've tried all the software to organize the whole business. And in the end, I always go back to an Excel spreadsheet because I need lists. And I found a piece of software called Smartsheets, and it creates lists where you can uh assign it to other people you can put deadlines on it but it creates the list and leaves it there. Is that to husbands and partners as well <laughs> well why not share it with them and try it out i've ticked things off so smart sheets i'm i'm absolutely loving it it has been ch- life-changing for the way that i'm able to structure things out of my brain which is what's always important amazing we'll have to have a look at that one so before we go we have to know is this it? Is there a sixth book or a seventh? Or to how far are you going? Gillian. It never ends. <laughs> I think there's there's definitely six books. I think um, my my decision at the moment is I'm going to do six by within this year and then I'll do another three next year. But you just never know. I love this so much. So my commitment is to, as long as people keep asking me to write a chapter and to share their stories, there's a book out there to be had. Ooh, that was yeah. deep. <laughs> and it was indeed and you know the world is a better place for having those books and uh, in all seriousness I, I listen on long journeys to loads of the podcasts all amazing women so thank mm-hmm. you for giving them all that platform thank you for thank you for just being you Trudy <laughs> thanks Gillian thank you for listening if you like what you've heard please leave a review and come back for more inspiration if you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.